Chris Dwayne here. Welcome to I Wish I Knew, a Disrupted TV podcast. Today, we're talking with Star Saxton, educator and author. As you know, this is a show where educators share a time when they jumped into something and wish there was one thing they could have known that would have helped out. Star, what story do you want to share with us today? Hi, Chris. Um, I'd love to talk about um, my perfectionism and how it hasn't led to happiness um, either in my personal life as a parent or as an educator. Okay, what's the, how did that all come about? How did you trip across that? So I think when I was growing up, I tried really, really, really hard to be the best at everything. And I really felt like I needed to be in the know in order to be successful and in order to have the kind of life I thought I wanted. And as I've gotten older, I've learned that there's just so much I don't know and that that's really okay and leaning in a little bit more to the stuff that I don't know is where I do the most growing mm -hmm. and as a parent I think that that has really shown itself the most because I don't really think it's possible to feel like you're good at parenting um <laughs> I, well, so much you know, goes I wrong that you don't plan on <laughs> Well, I, I mean, like not only that. not that you don't plan on, but it's like there's just so much that you can't prepare for and nothing in your life really, really prepares you for it. It's like the perfect analogy to teaching, I think, because you have this concept of what you think teaching or parenting is going to be based on the experience you had earlier in your life, whether it was as a student or as a child of, a, you know, of your own parents. And then when, you know, you think in your head, when I, when I grow up, I'm going to do it differently and everything is just going to, you know, you think you could plan for all of the things and you think that just because you had one experience that you could be really good at it just based on the deficits of what you've learned from your own experience. And if there's something that I've learned is there, there really just isn't. Um, things will always happen it's almost impossible to feel like like you're super confident about everything as an educator, as a parent, as a spouse. Um, and what I'm learning the older I get now is that the happiness is really in the acceptance that I know what I know, but there's a lot of stuff I don't know. And if I listen a little bit better to other people and if I observe a little bit more my surroundings, that there's so much more opportunity to be in actual experiences and be a part of the things that are happening instead of worrying about what I'm not doing or what I could have done or worrying about what's going to happen next um, and, so and really sort of, so sort of being present you know instead of like you said being worried about am I doing this right could I be doing this better just being present and accepting so much our human flaws there are things that we know and we don't know is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I think that that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I think when you live with something like perfectionism for a lot of your life, mm -hmm. you spend a lot of energy hiding your flaws, mm -hmm. um, overcompensate for a lot of things um, by, by trying to be prepared for everything and by coming across like you know everything. But um, you're always so afraid of that blind spot um, and, and being exposed 
in that blind spot that you miss opportunities. I missed many opportunities in my life to really enjoy the tremendous things that I've had the opportunities to be a part of. And it's just not like that anymore. I'm pretty grateful for that now. And so I'm guessing that you would tell us that it has really improved the quality of your life. And I'm guessing it's not that you get more done, you just enjoy what you do more. That's definitely the goal. Um, I, you know, I, I try to enjoy even the hard stuff with my son who's 13 now and that's not the best age um, for, for any person. Um, and, you know, with my, with my career and in my relationship, just really trying to be present so that I can just be grateful and happy for the things that I, I've been fortunate enough to have, even when it's hard. And, and I think that that's another thing that kind of comes with it too. Like you, you sort of learn over time that things, things being hard is just kind of par for the course, but rather than let that be the driving force, again, just like leaning into where you can find that gratitude and sort of just allow yourself to learn from from everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, Can you give me a particular experience that you had that made this obvious to you? I think now as a 41-year-old person, um, after struggling, you know, for example, um, I got divorced, my, my first marriage, the father of my son, um, about, I guess, about 11 years ago now. And that, that wasn't the happiest time in my life. And there were other relationships between that time after that and my current husband. Um, and being in this new marriage, um, just letting our friendship be the thing that sort of drives us. and making sure that I make time for him and trying to find that balance between the things that drive me as a person, whether it's, you know, the stuff that I do in education is really, really important to me. Being a good mom is important to me. Being a good wife and a good friend is also really important to me. And just finding a way inside of all of those different roles that I play to make real space for for each of those things. And I think where I could kind of feel it the most is, you know, just including people in that experience with me, asking for help when I need it, instead of thinking that I have to do it all by myself in order to be perfect, um, which, I mean, that perfect ends up being miserable. I don't know if, if you ever felt that way, but... Yes, no, I can, actually I can completely because... Um, I am the middle child of five, and um, I had the good fortune to be the youngest, the oldest, and the middle, because we're so spread out. And um, it's just, I always was lost. I always felt like the lost child. So I always felt that it was um, a failure of mine to be as good as the others. You know, what am I not doing? Why is it that they get more time than I do? And as an adult, I can now look back and see, well, it's because of the spacing. The two were close together. I was five years younger than the first set, six years older than the second set. So I didn't fit into 
either age group. And so really didn't have anything to do necessarily with me, except that it's just the way where I ended up in the timeline. But what it made me feel was always very inferior. I always felt inferior. And as a matter of fact, my first husband, my first relationship was, I don't like to use the word abusive because it wasn't, um, you know, physical, but it was the, the emotional one that leaves, you know, no marks except all it does is drive your self-image into the ground. And so you work harder to be perfect. And that's where I found myself doing a lot of what I hear you doing. I always tried to be, I know I'll use the word stoic. I know you're an English teacher and I'm not sure that's the right word, but I always wanted to be, you know, that strong face of, yeah, I've got this, you know, I can do this, you know. And in my age, I'm a few years older than you. There was the, you know, the cook up the bacon bring it home and fry it in the pan commercial. You know, I, I am woman, mm -hmm. I can do it all, hear me roar. So that was kind of the thing that played off in my background. And I found out pretty much like you did, gosh, not only is this exhausting, but I don't open myself up to learn anything because I put on this face that, you know, I know it all, but not like I'm a know-it-all, that's not my intention. But in my, in doing that, I kept people at arm's length. And that was my lesson from it, that I can't, as you were saying, make space for all the roles if I don't, you know, let my guard down and just really be me and enjoy the learning of all the things that I want to know. So I totally so, understand that. It's so lonely, you know it what is. I mean? Like just trying to be everything to everyone and, and you kind of lose so many opportunities because you're just so worried about not dropping any of the balls yeah absolutely. that you've got kind of thrown in the air all the time and yes yeah and i know. do i totally agree that it's a very lonely place to be because i never really felt like i could tell anybody you know when i would say to someone you know i am really lonely and they'd say chris you're involved in this you do rotary you do this you've got this look at all the things you do you've got that you do that and I think, but I don't really have any real friends in there because I'm so busy trying to keep, as you would say, all the plates in the air that all I'm doing is getting one high enough so that doesn't crash on me while I'm trying to take care of the one down here. And I did find it to be very lonely. I, I completely understand that as well. Um, so what's your takeaway? How would you like our listeners to take away from this? What is it you'd like them to take away with, from this? I think that it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to know. It's okay to ask for help. Um, and that life will be a happier place the earlier in your life you figure that out. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, try to try to enjoy the light, you know, your life while it's happening and not always worrying about what isn't happening. Mm -hmm. What, yeah, what do I have to do better because I didn't get there or I'm not there? Yes. I I absolutely can relate to this 100% star. Well, I want to thank you for spending some time with us today. Um, I um, am just thrilled to have had you on my show. I know my listeners are going to really enjoy listening to you because I know how um, how long how much we revere what you have to say. At least I know I do, and uh, I wanted to again thank you for taking time to spend time with us today. Thanks so much. I enjoyed it. 
Well, we hope that you'll all join us again when we talk about I Wish I Knew. Thanks for listening.